the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Better believe it. Good morning, everyone. Boy, the first hour of Open Lines was really, really, really bright. Saturday morning, February the 17th, 2024. In this last, I don't know, time period, the phone calls on the Saturday morning show have been really spectacular. Whether we agree or disagree, boy, there's been some, some excuse me, very smart people. Our contact number, 303-696-1971. Lines are jammed. 710 KNUS Weather Center weather. It's getting good out there. 40 will be the high. The melt's on. 52 Sunday, Monday, 69, and 62 on Tuesday. I've given this a lot of thought. Uh, you know, we usually have guests, and we do things and talk about different things. But it's really been in the back of my mind, the subconscious, probably consciously. But how did we get this crazy? The political scene in America today, and it is conspiracy theories, accusations, the so-called madman theory, madwoman theory, the levels of insanity, the attacks. And one of the questions I keep coming back to is, you know, who is to blame? We have the media, which would include talk radio, the Internet, um, the things that people have said. And then the, the, the central piece of this is voting and asking first, would you vote for Joe Biden? I, I'm in this place where I think Joe um, – Joe's going to drop, but big deal what I think. But coming up is Super Tuesday, and I went out and checked during the pause. Uh, I was right on most of California, Texas, Massachusetts, but Vermont and North Carolina are also part of Super Tuesday. The winner of that is considered the, the favorite to eventually get the party's nomination for the presidential election. But can they let Joe do it? And then the other was Donald Trump. Yesterday, of course, Donald Trump, $450 million penalty. And he still faces criminal beefs. Would you vote for him? And where all of this goes? And so we have great calls. Uh, I think we start here with Marcus on line one. Marcus, thank you. Good morning. You're on the show. Yeah, it's always good talking to a man with common sense. <laughs> where is he? Yeah, Let's true. get him in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's two things I want to say before I tell you how we got there. In just my opinion. Um, I don't think Joe Biden's going to be there no. for the uh, elections. Yeah. But what I really wanted to see, and I wish I could, be Joe Biden and Donald Trump in a debate. Love it. That would had that be history. He, um, Joe, uh, Joe would lose unless Trump, you know, really got crazy and went over and smacked him or something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you would want to see that. Fight. Oh, of course. I love it. <laughs> hey, go over and man, okay. go on. give him a bitch slap, you know, <laughs> get in the game. <laughs> he threatened to fight him anyway. Oh, he always, and Joe wants to fight back. And I'm going, I'll go for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's cool. I, yeah, that's, I, I'm, I'm the same way, but I look at media these days and, uh, talk radio and who would believe CNN, CNN or whatever yeah, you call it CNN. is uh, yeah. Democratic and Fox news is Republican. <laughs> yeah. 
news. Yeah. But the thing that bothers me, everybody gives you their opinion. It's not like news that it no, used to be. Of course not. They, they gave you the facts, and you made the decision. They tell you but, what they think. <laughs> well, but, the, you know, the, the rap now when you read the history of the CBS News or whomever, um, and it really, a lot of those guys were World War II guys. And so, and they had been combat correspondents, and many of them had actually been involved in the war. So they move in, and there, there's, um, you know, and then it's Severide, and it's, you know, Cronkite. And I mean, these guys are, they love the country. They've been through a lot. And they love Richard, or excuse me, they, they, they love Jack Kennedy. There's no question they love Jack Kennedy. And they cover up for Jack Kennedy. And we know this stuff. And, and, you know, we go to McCarthyism and UAC and the stuff that when Ed Murrow takes on, I mean, that's, that's big stuff. And it, and it isn't lost on media amateur historians like myself to see all of this happen. Richard Nixon and Watergate, Richard Nixon, mm-hmm. when, they got, when they got their hands on the Pentagon Papers and realized the lies of Lyndon Johnson. And so, I mean, all this stuff is in turmoil. And now we're here. Have you ever seen it and like that's this? That's where we're at, Peter. It, it, something's got to give because I can't vote for Biden in that condition. No, 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 no. And 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 it's not the worst of two evils. But if he drops out, I'd like to see who comes well, in. Who's and waiting? Maybe. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Uh, and they may not know. Well, you're kind, but the um, predictions that Biden somehow will get out, and I, 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 LBJ did it, and Lyndon Lyndon Johnson's lights were on, but Lyndon Johnson knew that he was in such a position that he had to get out. But I don't know if Joe's even on that level. I think, I think Joe, you know, they get him up early, but he's not. Did you get your ballot in the mail? Yes, I, I, yes, I did. Got it. Voted. Got it. Did you? I got it. No, I got it. I got it Friday. I, we, I'm over this weekend. I'll vote. But oh wow, I got it Friday. So I don't know. So the primaries and the caucuses and does that stuff even mean anything? Uh, it's not like it used to be. It'd be on TV, and you know, and you can see both parties these days. It, I don't know what it is. It's just it's, it's part of the it's part of the crazy. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's boring. You don't see it. You might well, just see a segment. And the news has changed a lot, too. Because big time. You might just see a 30-second segment, yep. and it's like, whoa. Yeah, the attention or of they a— they don't even carry it. Yeah, they have the intention span of a housefly, and they, they go— Yeah. Take care. Thank you, man. You, too. Be safe. Bye. All right. We go to Steve. Steve, you waited. Good morning, and thank you. Welcome. Good morning, Peter. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, hate to rain on the caller's parade, but uh, uh, Trump and John Wayne had something in common. They both dodged the war. Uh, Trump didn't serve because of bone spurs, and I don't know why John Wayne didn't go over there. Uh, and the other issue is one of your co- – uh, under Biden, the country has its largest oil production in history. They uh, drill more wells, and they're pumping more barrels of oil. You can do that on the Google. And, uh, you know, enlist, you know, people are in their silos. But 
I think it'd be very, very difficult for Trump to win. I mean, I don't think no, I don't think he can win, but I think the party may pick him. I'm asking the question in a general election. Trump would lose in a Republican primary. He will win. No doubt. Yeah. But here's the problem in a general is Joe Biden. Well, a lot of people like myself would rather vote for Biden uh, That's my under any circumstances over Trump. And I asked and, that, uh, I asked that question and you just answered it earlier. People have said if Donald Trump was found guilty of criminal charges, they'd still vote for him. Oh, and sure. and he, no, of course. And you're go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, MAGA's MAGA and you've you've dealt with them and challenged them. They're, they're not going to move an inch. It does not to those individuals. It does not matter one bit what Trump does or what he's found guilty of or whatever. So it's going to be MAGA against the rest of the country. Well, in a in a cult scenario, the it's there is the impossibility to do wrong. And things can be overlooked. And I mean, I, I spent a lot of time we were talking about a young Donald Trump and conflicts with the press and the media and women and money and it's it's much the same Donald Trump we talk about today. It's money. It's women. It's um, fighting with the press. And he he built a career around this stuff in New York. And this and was you're a student of yeah. you're a student of history and political history. And as I'm as I am, I don't think this country has ever seen anything like the cult following that MAGA with Trump. It's not it's not attached to any principle, not any uh, ideological belief. It's attached to his personality. Well, it, and whatever he says goes. Well, there there's this you know theory through history that people have turned up, and it's called the cult of the personality, and it it has happened in, in politics before. Um, my grandma was a FDR. I mean way over the top FDR fan. And a lot of men and women of the Great American Depression, Second World War, felt that way about FDR. And but then, FDR had programs. Well, no, no, no. But you're, but you're, country. No, but you're, we're talking about emotion. We're not talking about... Yeah. And so, you know, I, FDR's death, well, if, you, if you read Russian Soviet history about the death of Stalin and what impact that had on Soviet people, the imp- when when FDR died, I mean he he saved America. Ask my grandma, you know. Twice. Oh, that's right, more than once. And there's probably hasn't been a president. Reagan was really well loved, but not to that degree. Um, Jack Kennedy was loved, but life was taken early. Um, so you don't know, but Abraham Lincoln. And, the, you know, the love that people had for Lincoln, and the hate that people had for Lincoln. So I don't know if it's original. I, I think we've been through all of this before, just at other times. I just, I, well, the country, Roosevelt had dynamic, creative programs oh, yeah. right after the Great Depression. And then he uh, he uh, led us through the Second World well, I'm War. An F- I'm an FDR fan. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, it's I'm just FD- unbelievable. Oh yeah, he's he is, and I'm always. I'm, there's about three or four American presidents that I'm just drawn to reading about. Him. 
and one of them is Nixon. And I'm in, still in this deep Nixon book right now. FDR, certainly. Donald Trump. Um, reading Trump's life. And it seems to be repetitious. Um, money problems, women, women problems, battling the media. It's all happened before. And I'll let you go a- I, after this, but the people that came out of the war, Nixon... Nixon and JFK were elected to the House the same year. Goldwater, right. uh, Nixon, Kennedy—they they loved each other. They were solid. Well, there was that collective men of men that came out of the Second World War that got involved in politics, and they were all very loyal to each but other. But they got in. They fought. They backdoored in. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, Jack Kennedy meets Richard Nixon, tells his father, the ambassador, Joe Kennedy. Joe Kennedy helps fund Richard Nixon. He sends money to California, to Nixon exactly. when, when Nixon's running for the House and then when Nixon's running for the Senate. Um, Joe Kennedy gives him money. And although when it got down to it, Jack Kennedy haunted Nixon all of his life. And he, Nixon knew he was never going to be that guy. He, and he wanted to be Jack Kennedy. And he couldn't, he just, it was impossible. He didn't have it to do it. But Nixon had, was, Nixon had an extraordinary, I think, brilliance. And, and he had an understanding of the world. And then, but then he had those demons, oh. you know, the, the whole, you know, the Red Scare, the, all of it. the Jack Kennedy thing, the, the paranoia of the Kennedys all his life, running all the way to Ted. Yes. And, and, I, and, I, and I, I, I have this theory that someday call the show, but I have this theory that Joseph P. Kennedy, the ambassador, he made a deal with the devil. And he double-crossed he, he, no, he double the devil. And after that, the devil took his children. And I have a new friend, a guy that I've met, a brilliant guy, grew up in New Orleans. And we've had this conversation. I mean, on a level that is way, way beyond talk radio. But Joseph Kennedy made a deal with the devil. And he double crosses double crosses the devil, and the devil takes his children. To call them, yeah. Or you take care of yourself. You too, sir. brother. Thank you so much. All right, we're gonna do H bot time. Want to do it with the guys? Let's get it. My daughter coming on the show. Oh, we get the doctor. Get my daughter. Oh, right, let me. I'll take one more call, and then you get the doctor up, and then we'll rock and roll. Uh, let's go long distance, Wyoming. Mary, we'll save you a nickel. You're on the show. Good morning. Hi, um, Pete. I hadn't talked to you in a long time because I got really dis- disappointed with you calling us that still support Trump. I'm not a cultist. In fact, you know I'm a black person and you know what I have a real problem with Trump because I know he's used the N-word. I know he's done uh, some other kind of stuff that I don't like the man, the person. Let me do this. Let me do this. I, Mary, 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 hang on. Let me, let, me, let me do the right thing here. I'll put you on hold. And now here we are. Please say good morning and welcome back to the radio show. It is that magic time. We've been back in HBOT Spas. Dr. Jeff McWhorter joins us and my daughter, Shannon. You guys, hey, man, good morning, doctor. Good to see you the other day. And Shannon, thanks. And welcome back on the show. Yeah. Doctor? Yep, I'm here. Okay. Um, We talk about HBOT Spas. And HBOT is hyperbaric oxygen therapy and involves breathing pure oxygen in a pressurized chamber. And my daughter, how many of them have we, have we, how many of these, how many times have we had treatments? We've gone in 55 hours 
um, so, you know, each time for one hour, and I, I just feel like a totally different person. Hmm. Well, doctor, why does it work? Oh, it's pretty simple. Uh, you know, we require oxygenation to function any of our cells in our body. So anytime we're supplying that oxygenation to the body at a higher prevalence, uh, equating to 99 to 100% saturation of all of our blood and our cells, then it equates to a better functionality of the body. So you notice aspects of anti-aging, anti-inflammation, better quality sleep, um, better energy throughout your day, better cognitive function and focus. It's true. And, uh, you know, you guys, as well as it goes with it being, you know, we're still in our cold months out here and flu season's ramping up. It helps improve your immune functionality. It helps improve your respiratory functionality. So it's a widespread benefit for wellness and longevity for just about anybody out there. So we go to the clinic in Cherry Creek North, and right now there's the, you can get 10 for two. Pay for two, you'll get 10, and that's 10 hours for two hours. And there's a, the, and actually, Shannon, what's the woman's name who's there on the phones? Um, Haley's there right Haley. now. She yeah. is wonderful and so knowledgeable and one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. So you right now call 303-353-9623. That's 300-353-9623. And Haley's there, and take take the two for ten. This is a great deal. And it's for take, that, um, it's it's new patients only. Okay, is one thing I know that we need to make sure to mention. Um, if you've already gone to Eight Spot, you know okay. uh, it's not for renewing. You can't believe it. I mean, and I and I am claustrophobic because I'll get out, and I wasn't sure I could do this, and now I just enjoy it. I'm reading and taking a nap inside, and it just. The kids, the young people that work there are brilliant, and the doc's the doc. So, again, we're urging folks, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, they do five days a week, Cherry Creek North, three zero. learn to talk, 303-353-9623. Haley's there. Take the deal. Doctor, anything you want to add to that? No, just that even if claustrophobia is something that you're concerned with, there's a few other options that we offer there to help you with your wellness, such as our custom IVs, and we offer conservative approach to mental health via neurofeedback too. But hyperbaric oxygen therapy has a widespread array of benefits for just about anybody. We look forward to helping you achieve your your wellness goals as soon as we can. Shannon, anything you want to put on that? It, it's been a total game changer for me in my healing and my wellness, and I am so grateful and encourage anyone, if you're struggling with healing or autoimmune disease, or just not feeling well overall, this will change your life. And I, yeah. I really appreciate the opportunity to say that. 303-353-9623. Haley's there. Talk to both of you later. Thanks, doctor. Thanks, honey. See you at home. Goodbye. Thank All right, you. everybody. So let's. we need to take a pause, Lou. Is it that time? Do you want to go to Mary and then take the pause? Because Mary, you, you say, you call it. Take the pause. Lou's in charge right back after this. Gangster Lean, mm-hmm. great song. Diamond in the back, sunroof top. In the back, sunroof top. Seen in the Gangster Lean. Mm-hmm. Remember those cars? They were from. Who? Um, come on, make the movie work. 
sunroof top. 710 KNUS on a Saturday morning. Lines are jammed. February 17th, 2024. 40 the high today, 52 tomorrow. Monday, 59. And Tuesday, 62. What, and I really, you know, talk radio, no man's master. What I started out doing is now turned into a whole other outfit of Trump stuff. But I've been thinking for for the longest time and thought this would be the great week to do it. Uh, Big events are over and we're gliding into Super Tuesday. And I thought just in open lines and lines have been jammed since the show, since the show kicked. How did we get here? And I brought up, you know, conspiracy theories and wild accusations and the madman theory, the mad woman theory, the level of insanity, the attacks, what drives it. Um, are we responsible for all of this and the media, talk radio, the internets? And and then I got into the, the two really interesting questions were Joe Biden and we had people call him say, yeah, they would vote for Joe Biden, who I think has slipped into nothingness and then voting for Donald Trump, even if he was found guilty on these criminal beefs. Now it's turned into whatever the hell it's turned into, but once again, no one runs it. This is Mary. Mary, we interrupted you. I apologize. Thank you. You're back up. That's no problem, and thank you for letting me speak. Well, please. I have no frustration as being called a cultist after Trump. It's It's because of what he did during his presidency. He came down off of that elevator and said, I'm going to build a wall. That's when he had me. Actually, actually, I think he said, if you read the books, somebody else added on and we'll make the Mexican government pay for it. And I can't think which which one of his aides said that to do that. Say that again. He wasn't able to do that, Pete. And I understand that. But in other words, like but doing the wall, nobody talks about all how uh, Congress. Well, I agree. Ma'am, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. that nobody else ever did. He's the one who brought up China and that's not our best friend while everyone was running up there and trying to want to be, do business with him. Now, the flag, if I could stop you again, the role of the multinational corporations that was, was springboard out of Nixon, but coming out of the Clintons became the, the mother load of money for the multinational was to go to China. And, and then the thoughts are about what was going to happen to Taiwan. But, China was on on the back burner and beloved not only by Democrats, but by Republicans as well. And then I, then I would go and talk about, um, what was I going to say? Um, but I'm, the thing is that I'm, so when you say, would I vote for him even if he gets arrested? No, yes. I ask it as, I ask it as, listen, please understand what I'm saying. Mary, I ask it, I wrote it as a question. Would you vote? if he was found guilty on any or all of these criminal trials. And I said, yes, because I don't see anyone else that's going to be able to go in to be in that position and address the swamp, uh, the deep uh, state, because that's not a conspiracy. It's true. I remember when at the very beginning, oh, what I was going to say is about he's the one who bought manufacturing back and the jobs, um, et cetera. Remember, that's even before he got behind the in the January thing. He was already talking um, about that. The other thing that I think that I had wanted to say, I'm sorry, I'm 80 No, please, go ahead. I am too. On my my memory thing. (laughs) Both of us. But but the, the thing that I guess I get frustrated is he was doing 
a number of the things that needed to be addressed, he did address the border. Um, and I guess the criticism has always been negative. He did this when there has been nobody really behind him to support him. Not anybody in, I mean, I'm looking at even on the Republican Party, they weren't there to assist um, his agenda. No, I, that's why, I mean, I don't think the Republican Party, question mark, but I think if you take it in totality, remember, I'm like I'm deep back into Nixon's life, which I can't even explain, but Nixon's defenders, and there were many, said, you know, what, what had he really done wrong? And yet he resigns from the presidency to avoid um, what was headed his way. The same thing well, is true. I'm, I'm, if I could, if you read, and I've read tons of Donald Trump books, and I'm enamored by reading about Trump, this has been Trump's life, battling with the press, loving the press, but wanting the attention, women and money. And there are two themes that run through Donald Trump's life. Now, if it is that you look at things and, as you say, or this guy sends me a text, it doesn't matter what he does away from his job of being president, that just being president was enough. Okay. And that's, that's interesting behavior. What I see is that he is willing to put his, I mean, he's, he knows he was going to have to pay a whole bunch of money out of his pocket. Um, and they're trying to ban, being they, being the, um, the, the Democratic Party is trying mm -hmm. to bankrupt it. Self-funded. Yeah. Well, remember, why, I mean, Jack, Jack Kennedy's father, Joe Kennedy, underwrote Joe Kennedy's run. Um, when Rockefeller ran, he took it out of his own pocket. Uh, locally, these guys will make debts to themselves. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's such a big deal or not. But they it, to have his fortune taken away. Well, and I mean, and that's pretty much, I mean, along with his reputation. But one and, of the frustrated because we need somebody back. I, like I, I, listen. One of the critiques is he doesn't have what he says he has. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, but yesterday, the $450 million, and then the other stuff, and it's like, if he can, and it, I don't know. My, I go like this with my hands in the air. $450 million? And then 80, 83, whatever it was, on the, on the woman because he can't keep his mouth shut? But isn't that it? I guess I think about Kavanaugh when I think about the woman, because he keeps saying, I mean, and they did not get him for rape, supposedly. And then you look at how they recruited, how they went to the grand juries in Washington, D.C., 93% against Trump. I mean, they, they jury shopped, they district court shopped. Same things were said about Nixon. But no, I'm I'm sorry that that happened to Nixon. But this is Donald Trump. It's I understand, but what what you're saying is this is unique and it's not. I mean, it, and plus, plus, you know, you can't you can't feed something raw meat, and not think that it's not going to be hungry again tomorrow. And I mean, I listen. I don't have any answers for any of this. I'm I'm asking about watching it, watching what's happening in this country. So, uh, final final question from me to you. What happens this coming November? What do you think happens? I believe he's going to make it. I really do. I think there's enough with going on in the border right now. It's a big issue. 
and you, you're and I and when you listen to some of the pundits, uh, Charlie Kirk I think gives a good analysis. You have the old folks, and then you have the younger generation, um, and we're divided, not only along party lines, but just et cetera on how we think. You're starting to have I I think you're starting to see them starting to come over too. Um, I mean, just like, I don't want another war. I don't want to see our blood and treasure um, be destroyed. And and I see that when we keep wanting to continue these oh, wars. I agree. Listen, I've taken more heat for saying stay out of Ukraine, stay out of the Middle East. Uh, I think Joe Biden is walking us into something that we have no idea what's going to happen. One of the things that I liked about Donald Trump was that Donald Trump stayed away from all of these people. And Biden and the people that are dubbed the globalists, and a lot of that's the military-industrial complex, they want in this. They want it in it big. And um, we will have to see. And now Joe Biden's turning against the Israelis. Uh, We'll see what he does. But no, I mean, look, the, the shot callers in this country aren't necessarily the people that you elected to office. Yeah, your calls are always welcome, Mary. You're a very bright woman because we're so Thank old. You. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Uh, David Allison, Cherry Creek, you heard me talk about David. Last weekend was Valentine's Day weekend. Your valuables, take things to David, get a fortune in cash, secure appraisals, or maybe look for gifts. Things you have tucked away in your home. It's still true. The reasons to see David, just in case you do not have a Rolex watch, a rare coin, or a silver tea set. David Ellis, for all the most meaningful gift-giving occasions, David Ellis' jewelers, and then the people who work there, the right items, the right prices for special people that that really mean the most to you. And or an antique watch, an emerald pennant, a gold necklace, a diamond ring. This trusted jeweler has been buying precious metals and antiques in Colorado for decades. Dazzling cases filled with hundreds of new and used pieces your loved ones will treasure. He is my friend. David Ellis, he's there this morning. Look for the black awning on the corner of 3rd and Clayton and Cherry Creek. Six days a week. His web is exploredavidellisjewelry.com. It's davidellisjewelry.com. Or call David. You can talk directly to him. 303-322-8779. Six days a week. Tell him I sent you. David Ellis Jewelry, Cherry Creek. All right, so I get a text. Uh, the devil missed Ted Kennedy. Not really. If you think about Ted Kennedy's life and his children and everything that he didn't get out of life, do you really think that the devil missed Ted Kennedy? Uh, I don't know where we go. We go, I think we'll try line three. This is Nick. Nick, thank you. It's a Saturday morning. You're on a radio show. Thanks for taking my call. And I know you're a student of history. And history does follow uh, uh, certain patterns. And whether we can buck, buck that trend. I don't know. I don't think but so. You, you do know that that certain things happen in an arc. Most uh, countries that are rich and powerful at one point, they blow it for all the all those same reasons. Can I enter a, enter something right here? All right. all empires fail. Yes, because they get overextended. They can't pay for the troops and the money and all the stuff it costs to maintain the empire and Sense- they go down senseless wars there's a list of things and the united states the united states has done every one of them is doing every one of them 
Yes, and I don't know whether we can pull back in time before it's too late. I do not have an answer for that. Can I ask you a question? History would say history would say no. No, history is is would obviously say no. Um, how come this is something that I took a lot of heat for? The United States of America is perhaps the largest debtor nation on the face of the earth. Ever? Why? Yes, why are we? Why are we loaning money and material to Ukraine and to Israel? Who are, by the way, Israel has f- far less debt than the United States of America. We have the, we're, we're the single largest debtor nation. Why do we give, and why do we do that? Can you explain it? Well, <clears throat> all I can answer, all I can say is you got to follow the money. Obviously, there are people in high places making a lot of money with the existing setup, and. As far as Israel is concerned, yes, we lend them a lot of money, and I think the only person, the only country we should be supporting in the Middle East is Israel for obvious reasons. Everybody else, they're on their own. But when we give Israel money, they take that money and spend it back yeah. by buying stuff from us. But basically, it's a wash. No, actually, uh, the 480 stuff is military hardware, and um, that's taxpayer-supported. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying it to be critical, right? Yes or no? It's just as a question. Why? Or why? Why does this country that is so deeply in debt? Why do we continue to support nations that produce people that don't like you? Well, uh, because we're stupid. There's one in many respects. But, we we are run by politicians who don't know how to read. I wonder. And and why 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 for instance should we have given supposedly because I all I have <clears throat> in my possession are the same numbers you have. Why should we have given more than twice what the European countries have given Ukraine when that war is at their doorstep? Indeed. They should be setting up to they should be standing up and and standing up and supporting them but much, they're smart. And a much larger They're much smarter. They've been through this before. Um, well, they're smarter because they know a good old Uncle Sam will 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 cop up the money. Well, there's if one, but they they, up, they also stay out of it because, I mean, they they have their they have their guard up a little bit. The polls especially, but nobody understands the polls. The Russians, as the polls understand the Russians, but no, they they you're right. I mean, they hold our coat, and at the same time, they've been through this all before. Yes, but you still can't change the fact that that war is at their doorstep, not ours, theirs. And they they have dealt with Russia before, and they're afraid of uh, it's. I think it's finally sinking in to most Europeans. If Ukraine falls, who's next? Well, according to the history or to historians, now you're talking about the time of Joseph Stalin. You're talking about the time of the Romanovs. That all. And I'm not defending Vladimir Putin by any stretch of the imagination, but Putin applies in his and he gives these he writes that this is what happened in the Cuban Missile Crisis when Khrushchev puts missiles in Cuba and they're that close to the United States. When he sees NATO coming in to Ukraine and being welcomed, they're coming into Ukraine and bringing with them all kinds of military hardware, including offensive missiles, 
And he said, I can't have this. I can't have this on my doorstep any more than Jack Kennedy could have Khrushchev on his doorstep. And so if it is that, that moment and how they see it, and we've been over this many times on radio shows, it doesn't matter what you think. It's what does he think? What, what does, you know, von Clausewitz or Lao Tzu or anybody, they'll tell you, you know, in the art of war. But if we had some real statesmen, they would have addressed that issue with Putin and said, look, we'll support Ukraine, but there'll be, there'll be conditions. Number one, they can't, they can't join NATO. I understand. We understand your concern. But they didn't do that. No, they didn't do that. And they did do that because they can't see above their beyond their own nose. But remember, that's the problem. That was, I mean, and I'm not defending Vladimir. Actually, I'm reading Vladimir Putin's life, and and what had they said? Okay, then this probably wouldn't have happened. Chechnya is a whole different thing. Uh, there were terrorist weapons going off inside of Russia, and um, they Putin had taken over from Yeltsin, and they believed that. It was, the, and it was probably was the Chetsons. So, I mean, but again, it's like, what do you do if, when? And I come back to watching the Bush people, who are it's the worst administration in my lifetime, is is uh, George Bush and Dick Cheney. And when this country is attacked, instead of going after the people that did it, they go after and to, to help destroy a country that three quarters of it doesn't even know where New York City is. I'll give you the last comment. I love this call as well. Uh, please take it, Nick. The, the way I see it is there are very few Winston Churchills around or Abraham Lincolns who were statesmen. They could see the big picture instead of just focusing on the little picture. And that's why we are where we are. Well said. You take care of yourself. Thank you. Okay. All right, everybody. Another hour coming up. How did we get here? Um, the conspiracy theories are excellent. The the levels of insanity, and it really is, and the attacks and what drives this, and uh, could all of this be, and people that would said no matter what, they'd vote for Joe, or no matter what, they'd vote for Donald Trump. We'll do a quick turnaround. Lou Gonzalez has the con. I'm Peter Boyle, 710 KNUS. Morning, everybody. we got about eight minutes till the turnaround, and then the final hour heads your way. It's Saturday. February 17th, 2024, I'm Peter Boyles. The weather, 40 will be the high, 52. Listen to that on tomorrow, Sunday, Monday, 59, and then 62 on Tuesday. Lines are jammed. And this is an idea that's been kicking around in my head for well, probably a longer time than I'm willing to admit is, how did we get here? And this this crossroads of conspiracy and accusations and mad men and mad women, the political scene in America today and uh, the levels of insanity. And it's been really, really smart phone calls. Uh, we go to line one, and Mike, Mike, I think you waited the longest. You're on the show. Good morning. Well, good morning, Peter. Um, let me get someplace a little quieter here. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I like that. Uh, Joseph P. Kennedy went down to the crossroads. Yes, huh? he did. He went, made, going, it, made a deal with the devil. I, I buy into that. No, do, hey, no let, let me let, slow that down just go one ahead. second, because sure. I'm serious about this. And, and, I, and by the way, you're talking to at best an agnostic and probably an atheist. But did Joe Kennedy go to the crossroads and meet the devil and make a deal and double cross the yeah. devil? Yeah, it's an old uh, Robert Johnson song. It, it is Robert Johnson. 20s. It, it is Robert Johnson. 
And, uh, uh, yeah, that's pretty spooky stuff, I'll tell you. Remember, Um, Robert Johnson allegedly couldn't couldn't play a lick. And he went went down to the crossroads. And when he he got back... There was nobody You're like good. nobody like nobody like Robert Johnson. That's right. That's exactly right. Go uh, ahead. I'm, I'm wow. sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That was great. Great sidebar. Um, how did we get here? I'll give you my theory real quick if I can. Um, I think we started swirling. We're swirling down the uh, fixture at a rapid pace now. But I think we started swirling a little bit faster when Obama got elected, and he took the. I, from my view, he took the Democratic Party in a progressive direction that um, uh, alienated a lot of the other side. Um, so you had the rise of the Tea Party. And uh, so you got this back and forth polarization going. But the real accelerator on all this was the 2016 election of Trump. Um, Hillary was the chosen one for the Democrats. And um, when Trump snuck in there, um, it just it launched the Trump derangement syndrome, the swirling start. I mean, they hate him. They absolutely hate him. And now they have reached a point that they will do they will stop at nothing to destroy him, get back at him, keep him away from the ballot or whatever. And so you've got that going on. And then in the meantime, you know, social media um trump is big on that he he punches they punch back he punches harder they punch harder Mm -hmm. on and on it goes and you got a good percentage of the um conservatives now that are just totally riled up with biden and what he's done and so that's that's my take on how we got here you know it's important and i say this and i've written about it Read a, read, a, read a man's life. I mean, not, I say men would cover women as well, which would include Hillary. But read a man's life. This has been Donald Trump's fight, struggle, love, hate, since he emerges with Fred as a young builder and going through everything about the money, whether he has it or doesn't have it, what Wall Street says or doesn't say, women, what they do or don't do, things that he says or doesn't say. All these things. This is all way before Donald Trump comes down the elevator. He's this guy, and you know he's. None of them are saints. I mean, we both we we more than understand that. But he has battled. I mean, I, I've watched these things where he he's doing an interview about nothing has to do with politics, and he takes off the lavalier and or, or he gets into it with and screaming at some reporter, what do you know about my books? What do you know about this? What do you know about that? Or what happens in Trump Tower when, you know, Fred Trump shows up and bails him out of Trump Tower, but goes in and buys $6 million worth of Trump t- uh, chips and takes them home, doesn't play them, because that's the only way he can save. And he ends up losing, you know, the Trump Taj Mahal anyhow. So he's he's had this yeah. fight. And what, the Aspen stuff with, with Marla Maples and all these different fights. He's always been that guy. Yep. I mean, good, bad, or indifferent, he has always been that guy. Well, he's on the other side. Uh, they hate him. Yeah. And uh, in the meantime, the Democratic Party has gone in a very extreme direction as far as I'm concerned. Sure. Uh, I will never – vote for a democrat again until there is a radical change in that party they are it's been a long time no they become a trotskyist party 
uh, the, the the Democratic Party, you know, the, the so when you anytime you see Socialist Workers Party, they're they're Trotskyites. And what I witnessed just here in Colorado with the Democrats that are at the state house, they're Trotskyists. Now they probably have no clue what that means, but that's who, it's like when people say things to people. Oh yeah, right. No, you don't understand who you are. But I, the, the, the Democrats have become a Trotskyist European Socialist Workers Party. That's who the state of Colorado is. And that carries forward on an upper level as you go up in that party, too. They're, they're pretty radical all the way to the top anymore. And uh, so, yeah, I never will vote for them. I, the, my concern is that we're swirling pretty badly yes. um, around the bowl. And any machine that starts turning and keeps turning faster and faster and faster eventually breaks. Um, the machine breaks. I mean, but the empire so, fails. I mean, all empires yeah. fail, all of them. And we became yeah. we became empire in nineteen well beginning of empire actually before nineteen forty five. But in nineteen forty five on, the U.S. becomes empire and pays the price. Yep. Yeah, um, I think there's a, an awakening, awakening of at least some people now that realize that uh, you know we've got to get out of this business of trying to run the world. No, uh, no. the empire's got to be dismantled to some degree, or we're going to dissolve internally here first. Well, that's what happens long before Visigoths and long before the so-called barbarians reach Rome. Rome's over. Uh, long, True. long. I mean, truly, when you when you read Gibbon. That's the game is over. I mean, there are people proclaiming themselves to be the god emperors. Uh, uh, Nero, Nero. I mean, the reason Nero clashes with the Christians is because the Christians won't recognize Nero as a god. But by that time, right. yeah, this boogie's way gone. And uh, <laughs> you know, but by the time you know the so-called barbarians get to Rome, that game's done. And every, you know, by the time the Romanoffs or, you know, go down a list of, of, of empire, the British under, if you look at Victoria's England and you look at Chuck's England, they're totally different. Yeah. Well, are they coming across the border now? Are the barbarians coming across the border now? Are we, well, uh, well, that's you part, know? Well, remember, part of the decline of Rome is having slavery, is having people in there yep. that are doing, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, this I'm talking about the repetition. You know, um, the, the history lady comes and says, no, if you're willing to listen, I'll teach you what's going to happen. And most people aren't willing to listen because it doesn't fit what they think or what they hope for. No, of course, these people crossing. And by the way, one of the biggest supporters is the National Chamber of Commerce, which is a Republican outfit. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, absolutely. brother, I mean, again, I love the call. I don't have an answer, but I can tell you we're looking I at it. I don't either, but I'm not going down to the crossroads, I'll tell you. So I'm going the opposite direction if I, I can. Hope. Go with you. Take care. <laughs> Thank you. I'll go All with right, you. Man. All right. Uh, how much time we got? Lou, how much time we got? Well, we got to take the turn. All right. It's turn time. Uh, it's a Saturday. 40 will be the high. The level of insanity. How did we get here? How did we get here? I'm Peter Boyles. This is 710 KNUS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.